So welcome to the Quality of Mind Transforming Business podcast. This is where we explore the new game-changing understanding that can unlock new levels of performance, resourcefulness, and well-being in the workplace. Join us if you want to be part of the new breed of leaders in business. Join us if you're fed up with the conventional echo chamber. And join us if you want to be part of the new revolution in understanding how the mind works and recognize that we are more than just our psychology and that that can lead to better results. So welcome to the Quality of Mind Transforming Business podcast series. And this episode, I'm lucky enough to be joined by Rafi Saville, who is a partner in a large independent accountancy firm. And I've had the pleasure of working with Rafi over the last couple of years. And he's here today to join me to talk a little bit about how he's found the value and benefit of quality of mind. So welcome, Rafi. Hi, Piers. Uh, Rafi, I'd like to start off with uh, you just giving people listening just a little understanding uh, of your background and what you do. Okay, sure. Um, I qualified as an accountant. I've been, I've been at this firm for, gosh, 21 years. So I joined here straight from university and uh, qualified as an accountant uh, and then transferred to um, become a forensic accountant. That's kind of in, anything to do with investigation, uh, financial investigation. And we often end up in court giving evidence in court. So uh, that's forensic accountancy and I became a partner after about seven or eight years being here. And you've, you now work with uh, a team of people and you're a partner in your firm. Yeah. So you, so you have, am I right in saying you have responsibility for actually doing some work and also running the firm? Is that right? Yeah. yeah. In fact, um, up until a couple of, well, three or four years ago, it was really just um, running uh, with my colleague, uh, a department of, a large department of people. Um, but recently, with the business changes uh, at the firm, and I'm kind of been on the board, and now really running the the whole business along with the three or four other people. Great. So I, I'd love to hear a little bit about what some of the benefits that you found from your own understanding of the principles behind quality of mind. Yeah, I mean, I was thinking about this. There's, there's three or four things that, that spring to mind. One is, I, I, the thing that is most obvious to me is I used to be very much a, um, a controller. So someone who, you know, all those, I, mean, I love spreadsheets. I'm an accountant after all. And, um, you know, I, I wanted everything on a spreadsheet. I wanted to know what everyone was doing, you know, uh, and really, you know, micromanage everything, every, every part of my, my daily life at work. And I guess the first thing that happened was I kind of pulled away from that and relaxed a little bit more. So I don't feel that everything is dependent on whether I have done a certain task at a certain time. You know, it's, it's more kind of, it, things kind of occur more naturally now. I think that's probably the, the best way to describe it. Um, and that kind of leads on to the second thing, which is there's definitely, the stress levels have dropped immeasurably. So whereas something might have presented itself as, a big problem, you know, you come to work and uh, there's a big issue with a client or, or a, a, big, a big staff issue. That no, lo- no longer seems so big or so daunting. It's just something that has to be dealt with and you just go about it in, a, in the most kind of calm and, and de-stressed way. Um, and, and I know we're going to talk later about what 
what this is all about, you know, quality of mind. Uh, and it's not, it's, uh, and I don't want people to think that it's just, you're less stressed. It's not just yoga and, you know, <laughs> um, happy clappy, but that's certainly a, I think it's a byproduct of what, kind of what happens. Um, I think one other main area is dealing with people. And, um, you know, to give an example, there's one guy who in my team who was really struggling, um, a year or two ago, you know, just too much, too much, too much work, not really getting deadline, uh, hitting his deadlines and just getting himself into, into, into a bit of a mess. And before we were kind of working together, I was, you know, annoyed with him and, 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 you know, why can't you do this? Why can't you do that? It wasn't, I would never get angry. I'm not that sort of person anyway, but, um, I think now I've got the space. I, I, I sort of got the space to sort of say, what, what's, what's the, what occurred to me to, to the best way to go about helping this guy? And rather than um, be all kind of schoolmastery, it, it, it was just, you know, giving him the space and you know, dealing with his, him being able to deal with his own situation more effectively and his own resilience. And I kind of allowed him that space. And it kind of worked a treat. And now he's, he's thriving. Yeah. No, that, that's great. So, so there's some benefits there. You've talked about how um, just from your own personal individual effectiveness and things seem less daunting at work, less maybe overwhelming, just you, you have more space and you can take them in your stride. Um, your desire to control everything and micromanage has, has backed off. Um, so, so you'll go with it a little bit more. Um, it's, I think you described it as more natural. Yeah. Uh, so you're in the flow, what I'd hear more in the flow, less stress. Um, you're also finding it easier to deal with other people and, and people who maybe are, are struggling and, and get the best out of each other's. Um, and, and is that all led to not only an increase in, it sounds like an increase in productivity and effectiveness, but also what about your sort of enjoyment of coming to work? I'm not saying you weren't enjoying it before, but does there, is, is there a new kind of level of fulfillment and uh, almost mojo you've got back to your work? Yeah, mojo is a good word. Um, I think, you know, you certainly, you know, I've been in this job 21 years. Um, I, I've been doing a similar thing for the last uh, 10, 12, 12, 13 years as been a partner. And um, I guess, I, you know, you do get a bit stale. You, or the perception is that being in a long job, uh, a job for a long time, doing the same thing, you would become stale. And um, yeah, I don't really think of it that way. I just get up in the morning and I'm quite happy to, to go to work. It, it, it's not... I'm never, never. Oh God, it's work again. In fact, I'm quite. I'm, yeah, Monday mornings are no longer, longer hold that dread for me. I think it's probably the best way to say it. But you're also right. You picked up on. There's two things. That, if I can pick up on what you said, mm. um, one was you use the word flow, and the second was productivity. So let me just on the flow thing, which was really interesting. Because um, I remember when we first spoke, right back, way back then, and um, you said to me, Rafi, do you ever? Can you even think of a time when you kind of you're, you're kind of zoned out and you're really relaxed and just you know happy with the world? And, and I said I'm, I play cricket, and um, I said when I'm when I'm batting, sometimes I'm just kind of I'm just doing it, and I can't I can't even remember what I'm doing. And when that happens, it's it's a, it's a, it's a really fantastic thing. And you, you, I don't know, people hopefully people listening will have had that at some point in their lives. Um, when you're not really thinking about anything else, you're just kind of just doing stuff and you're enjoying it. Mm. Um, and I've noticed that in some meetings, meetings that would have been extremely boring or, or difficult in the past, I kind of just kind of sometimes slip into this very 
warm feeling and um and and i think the people who i'm with kind of appreciate that and it, and you talked about being in the flow it feels like i'm in the flow in that in that meeting sometimes um the second thing that, that you said about efficiency in my own productivity well that's I, I now i'm always questioning what i'm doing so whereas i might have just you know i've been doing this for 20 years i might just get in and do the same thing the same way i kind of challenge myself a lot more now so i'm always questioning yeah, uh, I, there's a particular sp- spreadsheet that I run to to, to look at after, look after all the jobs we do, and uh, I used to uh, file all the emails from the, from from thousands of emails, and I realised that part of that was a bit of a waste of time. So I've cut down what I, on what I'm doing. So it's just seeing things on your daily routine that, that can make you more effective. And that's really interesting because some people, not everyone, will hear what you're saying is, well, it's more natural, it's easier, it's more flow, as could be a little bit kind of disassociated or apathetic going, well, well, maybe these people in flow just don't care anymore and they're just, you know, whatever. But it's, but, but it's interesting because you mentioned, well, actually, no, I challenge myself more. So I'm, I'm more, more acute and more, more wary of what I shouldn't be doing to make sense out of best use of my time. I'm challenging myself to do things differently. So it's this, what the lovely thing that comes from flow, I find when working with clients on quality of mind is they, they get both. They get a sense of ease, but they also get a sense of um, making changes where necessary. They're up for a challenge. They think a challenge is quite exciting. So it's not kind of that, it's not flow where the, you're just not caring anymore. It's you're, you're, you're getting the ease and changing things and challenging things. Is, is that right? Yeah, 100%. The, the thing you said about taking on more challenges is totally true. I, be, I feel like I've become the yes man. I don't know if you know, there's, there's a book. <laughs> um, yeah. And a guy who does everything and says yes to everything. Um, I feel like that's what I've become. It's like, yeah, I'll, I'll do that. Why not? You know, it's kind of a... Um, and and what, what comes of that is that opens up lots of more interesting things that happen. Mm. Uh, I mean, my personal life as well, it's, it's kind of affected that as well. You know, I'll, it, it sounds silly, but, you know, I, I've learned to play guitar a bit. I've, um, uh, I've learned to do a headstand. I mean, it's, it's all a bit silly, <laughs> but, but it's, it's stuff that, you know, in, in life that's kind of, you know, you, why not? Let's just do that. Yeah. So it's, um, yeah, positive in that way. I mean, it's interesting because that's, that's, you know, a lot of people would say that there's people in their organization, there's a resistance and a negativity to change. And if you want something new, you have to kind of, kind of persuade them and cajole them or, e- or even kind of, you know, give them a stick to get them to do it. But it sounds like what you're saying is now, well, you'll just go, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Let's give it a go. And there's an ease with you accepting something new and different and you're not stuck in the kind of negativity. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Um, now, it's, so someone listening to this might think, well, that, that, that sounds nice. Um, you know, it sounds like uh, that guy's got some real benefit in, in lots of different perspectives. Um, now, w- when you came to me, we didn't make a list of all those things and said, that's what I want to work on. I want to learn to do headstands, guitar, um, do less spreadsheets, be less controlling, have more, you know, w- w- that, that isn't what we worked on. Yet those things have sort of dropped out of our, our work. Um, which points to the nature of how, of what the principles behind quality of mind do in that they shift your understanding of how we see human beings creating experience and that automatically leads to a whole range of pervasive benefits. So I wonder if you could say a little bit about it in, in your words in terms of what, what those principles are compared to what most 
people are doing when they want to improve themselves or develop themselves personally or professionally. So how do you see them as different? Yeah, I mean, the first thing to say is they're completely different. Um, I always think of, uh, I don't know if you've seen The Office with Ricky Gervais and where they, mm. they go for these training courses and sit around talking about um, ways to improve whatever it was. That I can't remember what it was, but um, <laughs> the point is that, you know, he's sitting in his groups and talking about the ways to change personality or, or, uh, or sorry, you're a particular personality trait and therefore you should behave in this way and if you come across this sort of person you should behave in that way and because we're born in this generation we act in that particular way which is all very interesting and there's definitely some uh you know benefit to it um but it's completely different because in all those things there's they teach you how to i mean i've been on the sales courses you know the way to, to to make a sale is that you prepare yourself for the sale you you uh, stand up and you hit yourself a few times to get yourself really motivated and then you go for it uh, and it's kind of geeing you up for this for, for a big call but you know all that's doing is give, giving you a technique and what's the beauty of this the quality of mind is there are no techniques you kind of just realize that um you know, what you're thinking can get in the way of a, a beautiful conversation with a client and, um, or, a, or, a, or a member of staff. And um, you kind of, once you realize that you, your thinking is getting in the way, it kind of just disappears itself. And mm. uh, it's not a technique, it's just knowing that that's how we work. Mm. Uh, I hope I haven't gone too upstream there. Um, no, no, that's, that's, I mean, I, I think, you know, and I, I know from the first 10 years of my career as a coach, I, I was giving people strategies and, and techniques of how to deal with their thinking to get better thinking coming out. And, and what these principles do is almost the opposite of that, is that you understand the nature of the system in that the mind works only one way as a projector and it creates our reality inside to out and that there's an inbuilt uh, capacity in the system, a design for success that when you stop running psychological interference, it, it works really well. Um, now it, it, implicit in that is that there's nothing to, there's nothing to do in that, but there is something to see, right? So this, this is about having a realization about how the system works rather than trying to do it. And I think what you're pointing to there is many things in, in the world of personal professional development are giving you techniques or strategies or things to do or, or apply. And this is, see it. Um, now, which is quite hard to explain to someone who, who hasn't seen it. <laughs> no. <laughs> it looks but, obvious once you have. You know. But for example, um, you know, I'm thinking about, there are certain, since, since we've been working together, all sorts of initiatives have kind of come out of me, if you like. Mm. <laughs> um, I've become a little bit more, I don't know if I'm more creative or I'm just, I, I have the ideas and think, well, let's just do it. Um, and I think sometimes you have, you know, people have negative thinking and it's, and it's not a case of, of overriding that negative thinking. We must be positive. It's more a case of saying, well, that negative thinking's there. Okay, I can take notice of it or not. And it'll, it kind of just disappears on its own. And you, then you go and do the things you want to do. And that doesn't just happen with me. It happens with my team who, if they have a good idea, I'll say, yeah, just go and do it. You know, it's kind of much more, it's, for me, it's a much better way of running a business than, than trying to control everything and manage everything. And, and it sounds like in that, but just tell me a little bit more about it, that, that you're, because you're not trying to control how things go, uh, and that includes what your team is up to, but also what your own mind's up to. So I, you said there, well, you know, if I have some thinking that's not great, then 
I don't try and manage it, judge it, or justify it. I, I'm almost just okay with not being okay for a bit, knowing, because you know how the mind works, knowing that I'll be temporary and, and that will pass. So it, this isn't about shiny, happy, positive thinking, is it? This is more about just knowing what experience is. Totally different. I agree. Yeah, that, you explained it better than I could explain it. That um, this isn't about positive, you know, reinforcement and all those sorts of things that are quite fashionable and probably do work in in the short term. It's much more a case of just being in the flow and being natural. Yeah. Mm. And, and I know also that you've, um, and this is very very common with this understanding because it is fundamental and foundational that you've seen benefits uh, outside of the workplace. I mean, not only in headstands and guitars, but also. <laughs> What one thing that's really helped you is in, in parenting um, and, and those relationships. So can you say a little bit more about how it's helped you in parenting? Because I think, although that's not strictly workplace, there's still relationships and very important relationships. And, and you see this understanding turn up there as well? Yeah, well, I'm not sure I could be objective here. If my, if my kids heard this, they probably wouldn't necessarily <laughs> agree with you. But I'd like to think that... Um, that my parenting style has changed quite significantly. And rather than, again, it's the controlling thing, isn't it? And um, our kids, well, you know, for a two-year-old, clearly you have to, um, you know, you have to feed them and, and look after them properly. Yeah. But I, I've, got, I've got four daughters aged um, nine to 16. And once they get to that sort of 13, 14, 15, 16 age, my experience is that you can't control them anyway. Yeah. And, and instinctively, rather than... Rather than doing things that, you know, uh, oh, my child shouldn't be watching that program, I must stop them and, and, you know, stepping in and, and saving the day. Uh, instinctively, that doesn't feel like the right way of doing it. Um, it just feel, it feels like allowing them to work out for themselves with some rules, you know, um, mm. that, that, um, that that's probably a better way to parent. Uh, and that's kind of the direction I've gone in. And I, th- I think it's helped my kids kind of uh, develop in certain ways. But, you know, they, they, they're probably a better judge of that than, than I am. Mm. And, and what about, how's that helped, whereas it might have helped them develop and get more out of life themselves? How about your own sort of felt connection with them? Now, now I know they're your children, so you're always going to have at one level of love for them. But how about how much you sort of enjoy being with them in the moment and connecting with them? Have you noticed a difference in that? I'll tell you what the biggest note, the difference is. I no longer feel that I'm always, you know, you know I, I leave work, uh, I'm working, and I go home. I used to feel that, that, that the work continued. And mm. so I'm sitting with my child. I'm, I must make sure they've, they've done their homework. I must make sure they're eating the right things. I must make sure they've, they're watching the right things on TV. It's like a constant battle. Now I'm much more at ease with, mm. uh, you know, much, much better than, I want them to go and play outside rather than sit and watch TV. But you know, other than suggesting it and maybe going outside myself and playing with them, mm. um, which kind of occurs to you in the moment, you know, I'm not so kind of, um, I haven't got all that thinking going on, which gets in the way of that relationship. Mm. And then therefore it feels better, I guess. Just feels more relaxed. Yeah. 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 And, and would the same be then, I don't know whether you have difficult clients uh, and maybe you wouldn't say on the podcast, <laughs> but let's assume there are some people in the business world, whether they be colleagues or, or, or partners or clients or suppliers that, you know, can be more challenging than others. Um, uh, and in the past you may have got, got your back up. Do, do you find that easier as well now? First of all, Piers, all my clients and my colleagues are all wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> Just in case they listen to this. Of course. Um, <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. And, and uh, um, yeah, so I think I mentioned before the, the, the client thing is, is more a case of if they want to be demanding, they can be demanding, but I don't have to 
get upset about it or stressed about it. Mm. I, I will just deal with it as quickly and efficiently and as well and as effectively as I possibly can without adding that layer of, oh God, what happens if I don't finish this by three o'clock? I'm going to foam up and I'm going to, you know, that's a, I, you know, anyone with any, I would have thought that with some common sense, you can see that there's a, acting in a calm kind of stress-free manner is a more effective way to operate in business anyway. And in terms of colleagues, yeah, certainly I, I think that one thing that's opened up is I'm not so rigid in the way that I think anymore. You know, I would, I would like the world to look a certain way, the Rafi way, mm. but, but I've got colleagues who think, think they're very differently to me. And if, if that's what everyone's going for and if, that, if what everyone thinks is the right way to do it, then I'll go, around, go, you know, go along with what, what they're saying and, and, you know, obviously try and put my twist on it, but... But yeah, that's, so it's a little bit more kind of easy. Those relations are a bit more easy. Yes. Yeah. So there's an understanding of, 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 you know, what we call separate realities where you, 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 you see insightfully, not just know a knowledge level that every, because the mind is working inside to out and as a projector, you know, that we are only ever able to see our own reality in any moment. And there's 7 billion of those going on. So the idea that someone else is going to have the same thinking as you is actually highly unlikely or, or, or actually impossible. So whereas in the past we used to get disappointed or disconnected or judgmental if someone didn't think the same as us, either think there's something wrong with them or there's something wrong with us for not thinking the same. Now for this understanding, what clients tend to find, and you just sort of testament to that, is that, well, actually, of, of course they're going to see it differently, right? That, that we're yeah. bound to, but that's okay, right? You know, that, 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 that diversity is useful in a business because you'll have, you can share different ideas but that doesn't mean you have to get egoic about them and defend yours and attack theirs. It, you, you can go with the flow more and, and yes, that I makes agree. more harmony. And I guess when you're running a partnership like you are, uh, where, you, where you're running the business as well as being in it, that can only help. Yeah, especially, I mean, I'm a particular point in, in our business where, um, as I said, we, we've kind of, a, a, a group of us have kind of have taken over the running of the business, if you like. And it's really important that, we, we, we are very different and that we do share views and kind of can come to, you know, the common good, if you like. Uh, now, the other bit I wanted to ask you about was, because I remember when we were first talking together about working um, in, in this way, because it does sound a little different, there was a bit of you thinking, well, is this really going to be useful for me? Does it sound a little bit too different? Is it a bit woo-woo, whatever? And did, I, did I use the word cult? Well, you, you, you might have done, you know. Um, and I'm, I'm thinking there might be other people out there that are going, well, this stuff does sound good, but, you know, what is it? What's it based on? Is it legit? Why isn't everyone doing this? If it was so wonderful, why isn't it in the mainstream? Um, and because it has got that element of different and it, and it talks a bit more about upstream and, and even, you know, outside of our psychology, even slightly spiritual and consciousness. Um, and, I, and it's very, because of our conditioning, I quite understand, particularly business people can be a little bit uh, skeptical, shall we say, about that, because they've probably had their time wasted in the past with things that sounded like that, and they think it's navel-gazing and pointless, um, or whatever it is. So I wonder whether you could say a little bit about what you see in that now and, and how you might address someone that said to you, well, isn't it all a bit too fluffy-wuffy or something? Hmm. I mean, I would be, I'm always extremely intrigued to see how other people can relate to this. You know, I, I would only assume that once they see what, what I've seen, <laughs> they'll feel the same as me. But, mm. you know, 
you know, I just would assume it would work this way for everyone. Um, so I would have thought that everyone would get something out of this. Um, and I think it, for the business world, um, it may be, you know, for certain, certain businesses, it might be what gives, you know, you know take, take my, my firm, you know, there are a lot of, although I'm in kind of a niche area, there are a lot of firms that are quite similar in a similar space. Now, how mm. are they going to distinguish themselves in the future um, from one another? And um, I think something like this, understanding how the mind works um, and investing in, 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 well, certainly starting with maybe the leadership and then if that per, um, traverses through the, the organization, I can only see positive things. Hopefully the things I've been talking about you know, um, less micromanaging, be going in the flow, be more creative. All those things have got to be better for a business, even a, a boring accountancy firm. <laughs> yeah. And, and I, th- I think what, what I love about this understanding is it helps people, you know, the way I articulate it is it helps them with their performance, resourcefulness and well-being. So, you know, you, you've talked about how you've been more productive, you get, you get, you're challenging yourself more, you're getting more done, you're helping your team and your partners better. And you're enjoying it, right? So it's not like you have to pay off and go, well, if I enjoy it more, I'm probably going to be less effective. You, you actually get, it. there's a lovely saying that when the water in the harbor goes up, all the boats go up. Hmm. Right? And, and your parenting and, and, and your cricket and your guitar, and every, everything goes up. So it's such a foundational understanding. Um, and I think the other point you, you mentioned about, well, when you see it, it, you know, you see it, that's the challenge, I think, because intellectually, if people were to be just reading something about it or listening to it, they might go, well, yeah, I, I kind of get that, but I don't know why they're making such a big fuss about it, yeah. right? I hear that all the time. I hear that yeah. all the time. And, and, and the difference that makes the difference is this thing we're calling seeing, which actually we're calling actually the realization that you have to, this has to make a realized sense in your mind at a, beneath your intellect, right? So just understanding this conceptually, just knowing what the principles behind quality of mind are, are absolutely, is actually pointless, really. Just knowing the words, going, okay, what are those principles? Tell me the principles. You know, knowing them intellectually doesn't do it. There's something very special and transformative and pervasive that happens once people see that for themselves. You, you, You kind of fall awake to it. It dissolves lots of thinking in your mind that's getting in the way of your own innate abilities to, to be thrive in this world and therefore until people get the realization they don't see it and i think that's the challenge i find in this work that it doesn't really do a lot just intellectually or conceptually yeah and picking up on the one well, of the first points you made there about my well-being um which is such a buzzword right now and um you know that that's that's where the biggest benefit is i, I can t- i've talked about business quite a lot here but how I feel most days is probably the biggest benefit, you know, mm. and, and we mentioned before, I think you, you touched on it. There are some days when, you know, you, you are feeling rubbish, you wake up and I don't know what it is, you know, but for whatever reason, there's no reason sometimes. And, but just knowing that, you know, you're going to be fine in an hour or and it's, you know, it's just your thinking getting in the way and it'll just, it'll disappear soon. It's just kind of so reassuring and it goes faster and you, you don't get stuck on stuff. Mm. Um, whereas before I might have had an argument, not an argument, but you know, uh, a disagreement with someone at, at, at work, which might have lasted. I remember, I remember having an argument with someone which lasted you know, a few months feeling resentful yeah. and angry. And now 
I can't, I can't, I literally can't remember the next day. I can't, it just, that feeling isn't there in the next day. So that kind of, and again, it's not just not caring and being disassociated and being um, totally um, div- yeah, uh, divorced from it. It's, it, it just, it, it's living, living life, but, but kind of not, not getting so stressed and, and, and buying into all the stuff that's going on. And I, th- I think that's such a valuable thing because in, in the business world now or society at large, but particularly the business world with so much uh, fast pace of change, exponential change coming through technology and changes politically, socially, um, and ambiguity happening um, all over the place now. The, the, our ability to be nimble in, in how we evolve is absolutely key. Um, and it sounds a bit silly, but we don't have time now to hold on to baggage of, of something that went wrong in the morning by the afternoon. We need to be bouncing straight back to deal with it. And this understanding is not a, is not a, as we said earlier, it's not a shiny, happy, positive thing where, oh, yes, it should be positive about everything. That there's moments where we might feel off our game, right? Uh, or it might look like something has knocked us off our, our, our mojo. But our resilience just comes back so much quicker. We're, we're, I always think of it, we're like a three or four-year-old. You know, we, 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 we might be off our game for half an hour or an hour, but we come back so quickly because we instinctively see how the mind works and don't layer up our thinking. So it just comes in, we're all at sea for a bit and then we're not again. And it's much quicker, which means we get back to our A game so much faster, which is crucial for the modern business world. Yeah, I would totally agree. That pretty much sums up what I was saying. Great. So if, if, so if, just coming to a bit of a, a conclusion now, if anyone was sort of been listening to this and is still listening so that they, they, they've, they've survived so far, is there sort of one sort of or two things you would tell them in 20 seconds that, um, of why you see this is so important to the business world, um, you know, and, and how different this might be to what they think it is or other things like it? What would be so your parting piece that you might want to say to them? Well, the difficulty with these sorts of things is it's only once you've crossed the bridge and you can see from the other side hmm. what the difference is. So it's, you know, like, you know, I'm converted, if you like. Um, it, it is totally different. It isn't anything like any of the courses you would have been on before. The things that, that you talk about um, seem to have um, an amazing effect, uh, effect on, on the way you think and it just it frees things up and it just it, it, it will open up so many different areas you can never have imagined both in business and your personal life that I would just say um, I think you, you said this to me when I was being all negative Rafi what's the worst gonna it, the worst is it's going to be like a holiday yeah. uh, and, and you know, if that all it was then that, that would have been worth the, uh, the money <laughs> um, but uh, you know it was, uh, it's certainly more, it's been more than a holiday Brilliant. Well, well, that's 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 great, and I think there'd be. I think people will really relate to what you're saying um, because it's very practical, and and you know, uh, you're you're in business every day, and, and I think what you've shared will be very useful to people. Um, and if you know people who have been interested in this podcast, please check out um, the other podcasts we were doing in the series. Check out uh, our website. Put all the links in the show notes. And I think my biggest comment I'd ever say to anyone is. Don't shut the door on this until you've really understood what it is and you've realized what it is. So it might be easy to go, oh yeah, that's quite nice, maybe one day. Well, how about moving one day to, to sooner than then? So thank you for listening. Uh, thank you, Rafi. And until next time. 
If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, please reach out and leave us a review and a comment. If you want more info, check out makingchangework.co.uk or Piers Thurston on LinkedIn. 